Happy Tag Tuesday. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. And we are two average girls. We're so glad you're with us because you know why? Why? Because it's weird news. <gasps> we love the weird news and we hope you love it too. I think I think they do. That's the feedback I've gotten. So I'm do going no- with it. Do you notice anything different about me? Um, your headphones or your eye iPhones instead of a wait did you get another earring I did you noticed what is happening what I got I got double pierced on both ears because why why did you choose to do this I felt like getting a lot of stuff pierced I felt like piercing (laughs) galore let me just say I wanted to get my ears more pierced because they have the cutest earrings now and they put all of these cute things together you know and okay. I asked you before, it was a while ago, but I asked you if you would be willing to let me pierce your ears or if you would pierce mine, and you said no. No to both, and I st- I stand by that. No to both. I'm well, not that, piercing anything. Well, thanks very much, but I had to go to a tattoo shop. That's who should be doing it. They have well, sterilized needles. They did, and when you go there, you kind of get involved with the people there, and they have a lot of stuff going on. Did They're, you get a tattoo while you were there? I did not. But, I mean, the the art that is on this girl's back was just incredible. And the guy that was there, he, you know, runs the shop and he's a tattoo artist. And Jacqueline and I both went together and she got a couple of ears, a couple of holes put in her ears. I got them in both ears because I just want to do those cute earrings all the way up. Anyway, don't want to bore the audience. But <laughs> there is a lot of piercing on a lot of different body parts going on. And I just, I know it's an obvious thing. People were doing it a long time ago. I just thought it was a phase. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I didn't know. It's not a phase. It's not a phase. phase. I'm going to need you to back up, though, for just a sec. The (laughs) tattoo, sorry. So there's a woman and a man in this tattoo uh, establishment, and she has tattoos on her back and you can see them like what is she she, what's she wearing she had like a tank top and it was this beautiful she was I thought she was a Filipina but she was she was Filipino but she had a she had a Mexican background as well so she spoke Spanish so she was Mm -hmm. just she's very she was pretty exotic looking she had I mean her hair is beautiful she was a beautiful girl and she had this tattoo on her back that I didn't see the whole thing but it was a cherry blossom Oh, and it was yes. coming through her like shoulder and down her arm. And it, I mean, her whole back was tatted up. Mm-hmm. I mean, here I am, you know, you I, you can't get much more white bread than me going into a tattoo shop. And I'm just there for the ear piercing. <laughs> I, I, she, and they want to know where I want the ear piercing. And I tell them, and then they're like, do you want anything else pierced? And I'm like, well, what do you got? <laughs> you did not ask. Well, yeah. You did not. And they well, were like, well. Yeah. And they gave you like a rundown of, of no, all the different they, areas? They could tell that I would probably have fainted if they would have gotten into detail. And they were very professional. And they were like, well, 
you can have it in a lot of places. I love that Denise is sort of living her rebellious life and really getting it at 30 or piercing or whatever it is. is that This is your form of rebellion. That's fine. But I love that she's living it out for the entire podcast world to <laughs> Listen, participate in. Did you know? I mean, I'm asking them because now I'm now I'm intrigued. You're telling me that there's piercings that can go on in different places of your body. You didn't know this? No, I did. You truly didn't know? Okay. I I knew that you could do that. I just didn't Mm -hmm. know it was continually happening. Like I thought it, like I said, I thought it was a phase that, you know, people were being rebellious. They're getting the plugs in their ears. They're getting the little thing on their tongue, right? Mm -hmm. Tongue piercings. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen a lot of those lately. But I don't know why I would have occasion to see someone's tongue that's pierced. If you ever talk to somebody with their tongue pierced, you see it. It, it, It's like in their mouth. yeah, clickety clacks. And they always play with it. They used to, you know, yeah. they're sticking their tie out. But anyway, she was, you know, very, very open about what else you could have pierced. And I'm like, that seems like it would really hurt. Because you go Do you down. have, did you make an appointment to go back? I'm not. First of all, I couldn't imagine <laughs> going into that shop with, and, and she goes, because I don't do that piercing. He would do that. See, here's the thing. I'm no doctor. I'm no germ person but i'm just a germ doctor i'm 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 just thinking this we spent about a half an hour filling out forms to allow them to pierce my ears he went through this whole rigmarole and i was like he's like did i bore you yet and i said a long time ago because i'm just like <laughs> if it gets pier if it gets infected i'm not suing you i'm sure my ears not going to fall off i mean like i was totally bored and he was going through all of this because the state of california i'm sure makes him do that and he's legitimate and he doesn't want to he doesn't know I might be somebody that's like testing him and I could turn him in right so I'm I'm pretty sure he thinks that I'm like a plant right like I'm gonna turn him in so he goes through this whole thing and and then I go back to get the ear pierced and this is when the conversation happens about all the other places on your body that you can have pierced and all I am thinking is what would the consent form look like and what is the conversation I mean to me, that there's a lot of stuff that can happen down there. I'm just thinking, I had a lot going on this week, and the highlight was going to the tattoo shop to get a double piercing in my ears. <laughs> and no, I didn't come back with any other thing pierced, because that seems like it would really hurt and be very dirty. I'm just saying. Uh yeah, I don't, I've never, and I only have the one in each ear. That's and, and may I just point out, I hate to just continue to beat this drum, but the fact that there was paperwork that you had to fill out in order for an established uh, place of business to actually pierce an ear, that's an ear. The fact that you want to take your filthy, who knows, you know, what that needle has been doing, not your specific she, needle. They, they showed the needles. They literally would, every time she would go, she goes, here's your needle. I'm taking it out of the bag now. Like, she was, like, full on showing me. She showed me where she took her instruments out. She changed her, she tell, she was telling me she was changing her, her um, gloves. Glove. I mean, it was the whole thing. Like, they am were, like, I, legit. My question is, am I going to get that treatment when you pierce my ear? Uh, I would totally do that for you, yes. (laughs) Are you going to take a brand new needle out of a Ziploc bag that you brought from your sewing kit over there in Tustin and pierce my ear with it? I told you. I would buy it off of Amazon. They have them. Just like the one that that girl did. I don't know that it's sanitary. I'm telling you, I would douse it in alcohol. 
<laughs> so you still, that offer still open. Oh, completely. I won't do other parts of your body, but I would do your ear. <laughs> I'm not willing to do the other things. I'm a good friend, but not that good of a friend. Not that good. Okay. Well, I, what if I want my nose pierced? That I wouldn't probably do either because I'm not, I would, I would have you go to an expert. I had joked to my yeah. husband, I might come back with a nose piercing. So when I walked in the door, I had my hand over my right side <laughs> of my nostril. Oh. He didn't think it was funny. He wanted to absolutely <laughs> just get up and walk out. I have to be honest, though, just between you and me and whoever might be listening, I think the side of the nose piercing is really cute. Me I too. Think that's super cute. Me too. Mm -hmm. I would totally do it, except for mm -hmm. I feel like I might be too old for that. I think I missed that boat. I was too busy being on television trying to be a uh, news reporter, yeah. and you can't wear something shiny in your nose because for some reason they say that it hurts your credibility. I don't know. Whatever. I don't think now it would be that way. That's discrimination. <laughs> it's true. You have to hire me with all the all the hardware in my face. <laughs> and anywhere else that we don't need to mention. Well, no, no one's going to know. I'm, I'm just talking about the weather. You don't need to know where else it's at. <laughs> you were not a weather girl, by the way. No, I wasn't, but... Your boobs are not big be. enough to be a weather person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but the staff at Fox News Los Angeles it, it takes exception and agrees with you all at the same time. Listen, I have not seen one <laughs> weather girl that doesn't wear a tight outfit and has big boobs. That's what they're that's what they're made out of. That is that is how you get hired to be a weather girl. I'm just saying we talk about sexism and we talk about taking ourselves seriously. I'm just saying it's it's a weird it's a weird world we live in. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. That's so funny. All right. Well, are you ready to do weird news now? I am. <laughs> <laughs> OK, because we I feel like we kind of addressed it already, but we can go on. We can do some the weird, weird news, news wasn't about body piercing. I have no body piercing news to, t to share with you. None whatsoever? None whatsoever. Okay. None whatsoever. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Go ahead. You can go first. It's, this is a hard decision because I have three really great stories that you're going, you're going to love one more. Uh, each one is going to be loved more and more by you. <laughs> you're not going to, you're not going to know. I can't um, wait. Okay. So you told this story uh, a, a while ago, a few weird newses ago about um, a man waking up in a hotel room and the security guard was like licking his feet. Oh yeah. That's so gross. Was that, was that, is that the correct story? He was, he was, Sucking on his toes. Oh, sucking on his toes. Sure. Okay. Close. You were well, close. <laughs> same vicinity. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do that and and a little and a little more. The headline of this story was the infamous Lake Tahoe foot fondler arrested. Oh my gosh! I do not okay. understand this. Infamous. So this cat has has rocked it before and continued to. He was like a serial. A serial foot fondler. Okay. A brazen man with an apparent foot fetish who allegedly broke into a luxury Nevada resort on two separate occasions to cradle unsuspecting women's feet as the victim slept is now in custody. Ew, it's so, it would be so weird. I mean, you have to get people when they're sleeping because no one would ever allow you to do this. No, no, they, it's not. If this is my thing, if I love people touching my feet and whatever, I'm going to find a partner who is consensual in that. And that's going to be our thing. Some rando don't <laughs> don't just touch my feet. It's not going to listen. You don't want them touching anything. 
No, I don't, and especially, yeah, no, especially when it's a weird fetishy thing like that. I don't know why that makes it worse. It's just weird. Anyway. But like you said, name, if it was consenting adults, then that's your thing. No, that's your thing. I don't, who cares? That's your thing. Let me just ask you this. Would it be that hard for a man to find a woman who would allow that? I don't think it would be that hard. I don't think that no. that is part of it. I think the part that is part of the fetish is that it's not supposed to happen. It's right. It's yeah. Like oh, this. yeah. Yeah. Ooh. You're exactly right. Um, yeah, that's that's I think that's part of it is that, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. So therefore, I'm going to this is that's the excitement. 26 year old Mark Anthony Gonzalez is the person who is accused of being the Lake Tahoe foot fondler. He was arrested at his home in Atwater, California. Do you know where Atwater is? Mm -mm. Is that NorCal, I assume. Anyway, two women staying at the Club Wyndham South Shore Hotel in Nevada each woke up at about 4.30 a.m. on Sunday and Monday, respectively, over the 4th of July holiday weekend. So this happened in July. To find the creep fondling their feet in a statement from the Douglas County Sheriff's Department. During the early morning hours between <sighs> July 1st... <laughs> between July 1st and 3rd... You're having a hard time with this, aren't you? It literally gives me anxiety thinking about this. I don't know. Okay, well, let's continue on because this will all be explained. An adult male entered two state line resort condominiums by opening unlocked screen doors. Uh. Listen, I'm never going to victim blame. I, I try. I would try. Not. I shouldn't say never. I try very hard to just be like, well, that's your honey. And what's an unlocked screen door happening? What is that? Once inside, he positioned himself at the foot of the bed and rubbed the feet of the women. Mark Anthony Gonzalez was arrested at his home in Atwater. The next Tuesday, the intruder bolted out of the resort rooms through the exterior sliding screen door after the victims awoke to the terrifying ordeal. Each female awoke from their sleep as the subject was rubbing their feet, cops said. Once awake, the females confronted the male subject and he fled the scene. So he's not that, not that you want it to go any further, but the point of his assault was the feet. Yeah. And that whole situation. That's weird to me. That's, I don't know, that's strange. One of the victims' names is Tanya Herbert, and she is hilarious. She says, I have the world's biggest feet. I have to <laughs> get this. That finally, somebody appreciates her feet. <laughs> she said, you would not believe I have to fend off perverts. What? Yes, Denise. The look on Denise's face, I wish you could see it. <laughs> Her, like her face started falling off her skull because it was like, no, what are you talking about? There, this is a kink I've never even thought of. You've got big feet and you've got weirdos coming up to you in Target or something and just being like, hey, love the feet. What's up? You want to go out? The suspect was later identified via forensics techniques. Following his arrest, Gonzalez was booked into the Merced County Jail for two counts of burglary and one count of battery. Now, I don't know if that means that he took something. Or what? But the battery charge I get. Gonzalez uh, will be held in the Merced County Jail on a fugitive warrant with bail of $50,000 until he is extradited back to Douglas County. So he's committed crimes in other counties. I'm extremely pleased that my investigators were, were able to identify, locate, and arrest this individual, said Sheriff Dan Coverley. These types of crimes are especially alarming to a community, and being able to make an arrest allows the victims in the community to feel safe again. He is also suspected by law enforcement of trespassing and stealing women's shoes throughout the state of California. 
Uh, investigators said that Gonzalez was already known to local law enforcement in the Atwater Merced County area where he was suspected of numerous crimes, including the theft of women's shoes, trespassing and some other stuff that I'm not going to say on this podcast because <laughs> it's really gross. <laughs> uh, what in the world causes this? Uh, let me see here. What else? That's you should it. look uh, that up. You should look up like what feet fetish like what's what do feet fetish stem from? Like what? I don't understand this. I here's, I don't know much about fetishes, but my pres, my presumption is that something happened when he was maybe coming of age, when he was becoming a young man, and like he equated something with feet, with sexuality. That's the only thing I can sort of think of. It's so odd. I don't know. I don't. I'll, listen, all you fetishists out there who love to listen to Two Average Girls podcast, I mean, is there any? Let us know. Um, it's not immediately clear how much prison time Gonzalez could face if he's convicted or even if he had an attorney because no one commented on his behalf. I guess he wasn't assigned a member of the dream team immediately. <laughs> Representative. If, if the glove don't fit. <laughs> He's not coming to his aid, I guess. <laughs> Ew. If the shoe don't uh, fit. D we must acquit. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the calls were not returned by the sheriff's office from Douglas District Attorney's office, which is who would be representing him as the DA. And so far, uh, no one's claiming him. So anyway, there's your foot fetish story for the day, DD. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> well, I yeah. have I have to say that. I don't understand any kind of foot fetish situation, but I just get creeped out when I think of strangers entering your your area unannounced mm -hmm. for any reason. Mm -hmm. Screen doors uh, is locked or whatever. It's there. Don't come into my house with anything going on with my feet or any other part of my body or even coming in the house. All of that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know. What if it's someone that came in and wanted to just help you pierce your ear? Would you be okay with that? <laughs> no. Listen, no. Do not. Consensual ear piercing only. Please. Please. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, I think it's weird. And I know what you're saying. Because especially when you're in a hotel situation, these, these ladies were at a resort. I'm assuming that's a pretty nice resort up there in South Lake Tahoe. I, I have no reason to believe otherwise. But, you know, you're on the bottom floor and you're just like, oh, the cool night air is coming in and it's so nice. Even if you locked that screen door, it just has that stupid little boop, you know, that dumb yeah. little. It's not even a lock. You could jimmy that from the outside. No problem. That's what that's kind of what I don't understand. I'm like, I'm so you've seen me at a hotel. Yeah, I'm just short of putting a chair under the doorknob, and that's only because I don't want Denise to call nine one one because I've lost my mind. This chick, when she goes, when she goes places, she's got a routine, <laughs> and it's like, well, during COVID, we were all doing this, but she like wipes <laughs> down. She is, <laughs> she is, she's got her own slippers. She's making sure she's she never goes barefoot in the room. No, and I have, if I have jewelry with me, if I have my wallet, which I do in a hotel room, I have to tell you, it makes me so nervous that you, ha Denise, if, to know Denise is to know that she <laughs> has the most beautiful jewelry. She's a connoisseur of, of real stuff. It is absolutely gorgeous. We get to a hotel room. This uh, Vegas is the only thing I can think of. And 
she has a lot of her beautiful jewelry with her. Some of it will be on the nightstand. And then there might be a little pile of maybe a necklace and a bracelet that's on the dresser drawer. And then there's a there's a few, there's an earring, set of earrings maybe <laughs> in, some, in the bathroom. And I'm losing my mind. I'm like, hey, um, I'm putting everything into the, the little safe, um, just in my bag in the safe, so that when there's a fire and we have to evacuate... I've got my slippers, i got my wallet, and all I have to do is pop open that little safe and everything I need is in there. Denise is not in any way concerned with any of this. That's why I'm telling you that if I start putting the chair under the door like I really want to, she is going to call in psychiatric help for me, <laughs> and I'm going to be leaving in a straitjacket. <laughs> now, when I leave the hotel room, I put it all in the safe. No, you do. You do, but when we're when we're overnighting it and it's like nighty-night, I my fear is always because... I have inevitably been through, I don't know, a dozen maybe fire alarms at a major hotel. True. They they make you evacuate. They don't let you sit there. And if I have to like get to a basement somewhere and hide out, I don't trust anyone. I Anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway, that's so this is a nightmare come true for me to think of someone coming into a hotel room <laughs> and doing anything except for check my TV because it's not working. Other than that, I don't want to see you. It's left me speechless almost, but I do have a couple, <laughs> I, I have a couple, I have a couple things that I wanted to share with you. This Tell time me. around, I had two people in my life send me weird news stories. One oh, was my that. husband. Yes. One was my husband and one was my daughter, Jack, Jack. <gasps> Hi, Han. Hi, Jack. Uh, <laughs> which <laughs> I really like when people participate. We've had a lot of listeners send us advice, and we've always taken it because usually it's great. The first one I'm going to share with you. So Jacqueline sent this to me the other day, and it's, and it's on Facebook. I tried to look up any information that I possibly could find about this, um, like an article or something, but all I could find was TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, and Facebook. Oh, no. So, you know, let's just let's just keep it under control like that. But I'm going to give Sam the link to this so that she can post okay. these pictures because this uh -oh. is what it's called. These are photos from the um, the annual 2023 annual Peepaw Peepaw Fart Contest. P-E-E-P-A-W. So like grandpa. Yeah, Peepaw. People peepaw. call their, their grandpas Peepaw. And what was the second part? The Peepaw what? <laughs> fart contest <laughs> Come on. okay so pee have got a lot of time on their hands apparently <laughs> apparently and th this peepaw this peepaw group here no it, and here's what they're do here's what they're doing that's it's actually the photos from the 2023 annual peepaw fart lighting contest Oh, it's a oh! You left the lighting part out. I was saying you're lighting that. them. Oh lighting my them. goodness! And there's some big flames here. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> yes. And there's some older men, and they actually have this in the in the um, caption. Even a couple of Mimas joined in the fun this year. Listen, they're not sexist over there at the old contest. No, they, they invite anyone. Some of these people look like a monk lighting themselves on fire in Tibet. That's what that looks like. Mima is like Mima an is getting into it. I mean, she's getting is, it done. You're, you're either really embarrassed of your grandparents or you're totally into this. And I think you're going to have to embrace this if your grandma or grandpa goes and does this. Let me just say this. I'm a pretty cool grandma. I'm not this cool. Are you that cool? Okay, here's Emma, the thing. Is it cool? This, well, I think this is a group. Don't, we all know people. 
we all have family or friends or neighbors that every once in a while we hang out with and they think farting is fun and funny and cool. That's not my family to do to take that out publicly kind of a thing, especially to light it on fire. But I think this uh, <laughs> this started a long time ago with these folks like they're into it. And now it's a tradition. I don't know where this is, but it's got to be some kind of hillbilly fun, cause, right? Like, what else is going on here? This is next level country bumpkin. We don't have a lot going on. And no offense. I'm just saying, what, is going, <laughs> what is going on? I mean, with the tractor pull, was that not available? Or is this just like the demolition derby plus me mom? Peepaw fart lighting. I mean, I don't know what's going on. You think this is a county fair situation? This might be. I mean, maybe grandma made a pie, put it in the contest, and then came over to the fart lighting contest. And then now she's going to see if she can get a double ribbon this year. <laughs> double ribbon. I don't know what's going on. Mima. <laughs> We're so proud of our Mima. Do you think that that information makes it to the yearly Christmas letter that they send out to, to everybody that's out of the Appalachia Mountains? Here's what I'm not sure about. <laughs> Why is there nothing written on this? I couldn't even find anything about it. And and I didn't do it. I deep dived enough that it took, I was like 10 or 15 minutes into this. And then I'm like, <laughs> what am I going to read that really matters here? The pictures say it all. Well, this is what makes me wonder if this isn't some sort of like a stunt maybe because those pictures are high end art. Those pictures, we'll post them. They look like something truly like a, an actual legit photographer did some lighting and took those pictures. Are we sure that those pictures aren't doctored? It doesn't look like they are doctored to me, but what I'm what I am questioning is some of these Mimas and Peepaws are really getting some air. They are high up there. I, I've seen Mimas and Peepaws that look like this in real life, and they don't move that fast. I'm just shocked and awed that they can actually be this limble. Limber. Nimble. Let's nimble or limber? I just combined the two. Limble. I love it. You've invented a word. I, Take I, that, Webster's. I can't believe this. It's so funny. I, Okay, we're going to have to do a little more research and do an update because I've never heard of that. I've never either. seen a photo of it. Okay, now we're moving, moving right along. <laughs> it's going to take me a while to get over that one. Um, Are we going to okay. actually do that whole thing? What whole thing? The one that we just did. I mean, you think that it's... No, I'm gross. cutting out the part about your dad. Yeah, there'll there'll be thing. little bits and pieces about the farting that I can cut out. Okay. Not uh, yeah, Yeah, it's not going to be... It was, that's pretty dang funny, though. Come on. Unless you want me to cut it out, I'll cut no. the whole thing. No. Okay. I'm just going to make sure. I'm sending it over to Sam right now. Yeah. Those pictures are really good pictures. I, I don't know. understand that. I don't either. So I love that it's Peepaw. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, this is kind of a sad story, but unfortunately, you know how our, you, you know, remember what our family motto is, Denise? Don't die dumb. Correct. Okay. Well, this, this is going to apply to a Brazilian priest who oh. has died oh. after tying himself to 1,000 helium balloons. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, your reaction is correct. The, the balloon priest of Brazil uh. was a bit of a daredevil. Yeah. Father Antonio de Carli, C-A-R-L-I, floated over the ocean by tying himself up with 1,000 helium-filled balloons 
with the hopes of raising money for a chapel for truckers in his highway parish. So his heart was in the right place. I mean, that's, I mean, that's uh, evil can evil. We have a long, very storied history of people raising money by doing stunts. Okay. He set off from a Brazilian port city wearing a helmet, aluminum thermal flight suit, <laughs> waterproof coveralls. He was prepared. He was ready to go. He was doing it while attached to a parachute and 1,000 balloons. So he thought about how he was going to get down, which I think is part of the problem when people do these stunts. They're like, oh, this is how I get up there. This is how I go over there. But then what happens when I need to like no longer be up there? Okay. He's got on a parachute. The Roman Catholic priest wanted to break the 19-hour record for the longest time ballooned up in the air. There was a record for someone tying balloons to themselves and staying up in the air. DeCarly was an experienced skydiver who had underwent survival and wilderness training, so he was not a rookie by any means. In fact, this was his second time doing the stunt. The uh, previous January of that same year, he used 600 balloons to go on a four-hour, 17,000-foot-high journey. 17,000 feet up there. Mm -hmm. It's rare air. I mean, what? Mm -hmm. How? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, the physics of it, I don't know. So he took off in Brazil on that trip, and he landed safely in Argentina. Oh, my Next country gosh. over. Upon his new adventure, DiCarli carried a GPS tracker and a radio, so, which I think is smart, so that he could inform air traffic control of his position. Because now he's getting up there with the, with the big guys, you know? However, eight hours after taking off, the 41-year-old went off the grid. Planes, helicopters, and rescue teams searched high and wide for the, pri- for the priest, but to no avail. Two days after takeoff, a number of multicolored balloons were seen in the sea off of Brazil's southern Santa Catarina state near DeCarly's last contact point, according to reports. So there's just these balloons floating in the ocean. Sadly, his body was found months later. Oh. They had to use DNA testing to confirm that it was the priest's body. Police said that his corpse was discovered off the coast of southeastern Brazil. Quote, we are almost certain that this is the priest due to various elements such as the clothes, the material used in the balloon trip, etc., etc. The DNA confirmed our suspicions after months of searching. Now we have the opportunity to give him a respectful burial service. That was a quote from his brother. Reports suggest that DeCarly was struggling to work his GPS device and that he felt very cold. Yeah, but he was fine. He was said to have reached an altitude of, get this, 20,000 feet. 20,000 feet. That He must have died from that. You can't... You think he died while he was up there? Oh, absolutely. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you need to have oxygen. I mean, you can't survive like that. I don't think you can. And it doesn't sound like he had oxygen with him. Um, he was said to have been blown off course by winds before he lost contact. So he's in contact with them and he's like, I'm not where I'm supposed to be because he has GPS with him. Um, but then his final report said, quote, I'm losing height. His body was discovered by tugboat workers. So sorry, it was kind of a bummer. But anyway, that was the, uh, Brazilian priest. It's like that movie Up, right? (laughs) That's literally when you were saying this, I'm thinking, do you think that that's where he got the idea? I mean, he could have. I don't know, the, but I'm the movie. I'm, sh- yeah, a, a fun Disney movie that plays in Brazil. Sure, I am just shocked though that there's a world record though that he was like trying to break of someone tying balloons to themselves and flying. No, no. I mean, what? I wouldn't want to be in one of those hang gliders. I don't want. I mean, Mm-mm. I don't mind flying in a big plane. I don't think too much about any of it. 
because Mm-mm. if you really start thinking about it, it's not the greatest. It makes no sense. <laughs> Big tube in the sky that weighs a lot of, you know, I, I don't want to think about the physics. I don't want to think about the science. I don't know anything about it. All I know is that I want to get from A to B and I just get in there and don't think about it. That's right. And the I, other thing about being in perilous conditions like that, where you're just, it's you and your 1,000 balloons, is you're the pilot. I, I want to see my pilot walking in with a great suit on, hat tucked under his arm, yeah. very confident. I don't need to be my own pilot. I don't trust myself to do that. But that guy, he, he's got it under control. Fine. That's the weird thing. It's like you're doing this on your own. And it, I don't know. There was, there's just something very anxiety ridden about the whole thing. Okay. So my husband was very excited when he sent this to me. And he started telling me the story. And sometimes... Well, first of all, this is a little complicated. So when he started telling me, I didn't take it very seriously. And then when I actually <laughs> read it, <laughs> because it didn't sound like that great of a story to begin with, but then I read it and it's pretty funny. So this is how it starts out. Police say thieves have stolen an SUV and an attached U-Haul trailer. Okay. okay. All right. You know, because you never know. I mean, if you're going to steal something, stealing the U-Haul trailer is probably a good idea because what are you going to find in it usually? There's going to be stuff that you can use or sell. Sure. Absolutely. In this mm-hmm. case, not so much. No. Albuquerque police say that the heist occurred early on Monday at the Residence Inn. And inside the U-Haul trailer, there was a casket. Authorities say the casket. Yeah. Yeah. So your theory was there could be stuff inside there you can use. Absolutely. According to mm-hmm. police... They said that the casket contained the body of the victim's father-in-law. So Wait, is that legal? I, I don't, this is going, let's keep going. Okay, The U-Haul sorry, go was ahead. located after police searched for the black 2005 Chevy Trailblazer SUV with Oklahoma license plates. So I think in Oklahoma, you might be able to transport bodies across the state. I, okay. And the only thing I can think of is they needed to save money. Sure, I get that, yeah. It's expensive to bury people. It's not like you don't, it's not cheap. And probably transporting it to where they wanted it to go is going to be even more expensive. That's part of it, yeah. Police said that the deceased man's daughter and her husband were on their way to Oklahoma, from Oklahoma to Kirkland, New Mexico to bury him. So they're crossing state lines. They're crossing state lines. Again, I don't know if any of this is legal. It's not my, it's not my speciality, but... Ooh, it just starts to get weird when you got a dead body. Like, can I bring this over? You know, they pull you over coming into California to ask you if you have bananas. Uh, well, do you have to declare that if you cross that? Like, they they stop you at the agriculture place. They're going to ask you, got any fruit, any fruit flies coming over? No. But I got we dad don't. in the back and he's been dead for five days. But does that count? Oh, only listen, speak, only speak when spoken to. So only answer the questions that they ask. If they don't ask you if you've got the corpse of your dead father in that, that back of that you all, don't answer it. No, don't volunteer it. I would be bad at this. Yeah, I would me be too. bad at this. I'd be like, uh, anyway, I <laughs> go on. Have you ever? That's the end of the story. That's all that it talks about. It basically. Oh, that's said it. It got stolen. And then right around the corner, they found it. Because guess what happened? The thieves took it and they're like, yes, jackpot, U-Haul, 
somebody's entire house is in the back of this thing and we're going to get some televisions. We're going to get some stuff. We can pawn it. We can use it. And they found a freaking dead body. Can you imagine? (laughs) Sorry. You deserve what you get. You deserve the PTSD that you get from doing that. You You, you idiots. Do you think this might be like Taylor Swift's song about karma? Like this could be it. Like this is it, right? Like it's... It's next level. Like you take that. I was telling my husband, a lot of people have a lot of superstitions. Like, oh yeah, you steal something and it's a dead body. You're going to be cursed. I'm just going to say it. I, you're cursed. That so, might actually be not a superstition, but just reality. I think if you it, steal a dead body. <laughs> listen, I think that whatever happens, that dead person should come back and haunt those people. Oh, 100%. And they will. He will, so. for sure. I hope so. Maybe this was a, a maybe, maybe let's say glass half full of this. Maybe this was a turning point for the thieves. Maybe <laughs> these were just like young kids who had had a little bit of success in the world of thieving and had gotten a few things that emboldened them. And then they decide this is our big heist. They get around the corner, decide to pop that U-Haul and in there lies grandpa. Oh. Peepaw, if you will. Maybe P- yeah, maybe it was maybe Peepaw died from lighting his farts on fire. <laughs> maybe Peepaw had fourth degree burns all over his body. That's not funny. On his booty. Oh, so they never um, they never caught the would be thieves. I don't think so. And I I would no. imagine they're just glad to have their dad back. And the body. Oh, that's the thing. I've I we've all seen those stories where you're like, yeah, my car got broken into and they stole this box that was in the back of my car, which had, among other things, so my mother's ashes or whatever. And they're just like, please just leave them on this doorstep. I don't even you just want the thing back. Yeah. You know, there's no you know, it's you're just happy that that they didn't that they at least didn't drive it to California before they popped open that U-Haul and Can were you, like, uh-oh. Seriously, like seriously, it's so glad they're so glad that they just went around not very far from where they stole it and found it because uh, could you imagine? Uh, poor Pete. No, they poor put in peepaw. minimum effort. Poor Peepaw. Poor peepaw. He would have been peepaw. found three states away. That's a problem. <laughs> It's so undignified for people. It really is. It's dig- undignified anyway. He's being hauled around in a U-Haul. Oh, it's really sad. Oh, it's hard. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up and see because now I'm curious. <laughs> All right. Here's my last one. And I have to ask you this, Denise. I don't know the answer to this. And this seems like a question that I should know the answer to given our long <laughs> and storied friendship. Do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? I'm debating on if I should answer this truthfully. Oh, you should 100% answer. This is, listen, this is a judgment-free zone. I want to believe in it. Sure. And now I was in, I was in Scotland this year and I wanted mm-hmm. to go to Loch Ness, but it was far from where we were. It's and a it, hike. Yeah. It, it's, it's not easy to get to, but I mm-hmm. really wanted to go there because if I went there, I'd be looking. Oh, you for sure. You'd be on the Loch Ness hunting trail. You'd be taking the Loch Ness expedition out into the middle of the lake. I'd You'd buy be a doing all that the stuff. whole thing. So I would say oh, yes. Yeah. I, I somewhat believe in it. Like, I, do, I, I don't believe that it, it's not. I believe that it could be possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's just fun to believe in stuff that is like, well, it might be proved Sup- to me that it's Supernatural, not. right? Like yeah. Bigfoot, the right. Yeti. Like you want, you want, you want to see somebody, you know, you want to see that big, huge guy 
in the forest. I, yeah. We want to believe that there's stuff. And actually, what do we know about? I know that Loch Ness is a lake, but it's is it fed by the ocean? Does it feed into the ocean somewhere in some underground tublet that we don't know? Maybe that's where the monster lives. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. Well, let me tell you this. The Loch Ness Monster's days of hiding may be over. Because there's a group of enthusiasts that say they're ready to find the elusive beast once and for all. But they're going to need a helping hand. Denise. Denise. Okay. Pack your bag and go to okay. Scotland. Okay. The Loch Ness Center in Drumnadroit. I'm mm. sure I said that wrong. Is teaming up with a volunteer research group called Loch Ness Exploration. And together they're organizing what they call a massive effort to track down the famed mythical creature who's rumored to inhabit the local loch. It might sound silly, but these folks are legit planning to scour the massive body of water for old Nessie, which has been described as a long-necked dinosaur that supposedly still exists, with reported sightings dating back decades from people claiming to have seen it. In this latest search, the biggest one since the early 1970s, the two groups are said to be trotting out a lot of -of state-of-the-art equipment to conduct their work. That includes thermal drones, infrared cameras, a hydrophone. I don't know what that is, but it sounds really fancy. A well, hydrophone. It's a phone that goes in the water. So hydro being water and phone being, you know, phone. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for breaking that. You made it so simple. I had complicated it and you just made it simple Again, for me. Thank you. I don't know if that really is what it is, but I'm, you know. No, no, I think that's what no linguist. What it is. <laughs> You're no hydrophonist, but <laughs> never used a hydrophone or seen one or ever heard Ooh. of one before. But I'm just saying, I think it's a phone that goes in the water. I think we need to take a, some sort of a field trip to the hydrophone plant, figure it out. <laughs> among those other devices, those are those among other devices, those are going to be used over the course of two days, August 26th and 27th. So this is coming up. Wow. Of course, they are inviting fellow monster hunters, in quotes, to join in on the fun of this very serious expedition. They don't want you to think this is a joke. This is serious. This was already taking place. Today's the 27th of August. Yeah, it was yesterday yes, and you're today. you're correct. <clears throat> okay. So, okay. So, so, so let me do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all these devices are, were used over the course of two days, August 26th and 27th, which just happened. Uh, we don't know the results yet, but probably by the time we do another weird news, I'm sure we will have the results. Also, I haven't heard any breaking news that they found anything, but anyway. Any normies... N-O-R-M-I-E-S. I I don't know what a normie is. That want to get in on this will apparently be stationed at various land posts. You know what? Let me back up. Because I don't want that date to be like... Anyway. Okay. So I'm going to cut the date out. All of these devices and others will be used over the course of the two-day excursion. They're also inviting fellow monster hunters to join in on the fun of this extremely serious expedition. they're, They're taking it seriously, even though, you know, it sounds fun. Any normies that want to get in on this will apparently be stationed at various land posts. I don't know what a normie is, but that maybe that's Scottish for something. And given instructions on how to use the gear, what to look for, and how to document any sightings. And yes, for an extra fee, tourists can book boat trips during the weekend and uh, take a chance on listening to sonar sounds and maybe actually hear the Loch Ness Monster as they continue to search. Now... 
as the writer of this article said, it might seem fantastical, but these folks are dead set on finding something and considering a fairly convincing recent sighting of just a couple of years ago of the Loch Ness Monster, the real video, the original video has mysteriously vanished. <laughs> of course it has. And so the if you thickens. It does. If you love Nessie, there's a job out there for you. I think it's I think it's cool. I think that's amazing. I think what's pretty cool about it, and I would assume there's a reason that they're doing this. Maybe there are people who really believe that it is a real thing and they want to find it. Oh, there it. are. Yeah. I, I think that that's part of it. But I also think how great is this that all of us are talking about it and the kind of technology they're using and the things that they're, the science behind it, if mm -hmm. that gets any kid involved with the sciences if it it all it, it gives anybody the idea that you can go out and do expeditions on things that are just not normal you know right. it just gives somebody the ability just to like think outside the box for something to do i think it's awesome isn't there isn't that the saying put a hydrophone in a kid's hands and you'll <laughs> for the rest of his life is that how it goes something like that some, exactly like that <laughs> yeah exactly so that's like it that. that's the saying that's the saying. Wow. Yeah. We're really yeah, bringing yeah. it full circle here. <laughs> <laughs> so this last one that I have for you, I had to decide between two of them. I'll keep the, the last, the other one for another time. But um, okay. this one's specifically for you because if everyone doesn't know, there are two things that frighten Anne to no uh -oh. end. And one of them is a monkey. Not um, a monkey and, story. Yes, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I always send her the cutest monkey situations on Instagram. <laughs> She does. I mean, the last one I sent you, you have to admit, it was freaking cute. The chimp. Do I? That ran into yeah. its owner's arms mm -hmm. and was just like, oh my gosh, he hadn't seen his owner for how long? Like yeah, years? Yeah, it had been a while, yeah. And he didn't jump on it and bite his fa her face off. He was so no. happy to see her. It was like a you, they were re reunited and it felt so good. It felt so good, Peaches and Herb. It really did. <laughs> well, this story is from our favorite place and now mine, Florida. Mm -hmm. Wild monkey sightings in Florida. Prompt. <laughs> I'm out already. Prompt warnings from officials. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wild monkey, there's wild monkeys in Florida? Oh yeah, and this just happened Ugh. this last week. Okay. Okay, officials in Florida are warning people to keep their distance from wild monkeys that have been spotted around the city. Residents of Orange City, about 30 miles north of Orlando, have reported mm. multiple sightings of wild monkeys within the city. The Orange City Police Department said on Wednesday, the department said at least one of these monkeys spotted went to Popeye's. What? <laughs> For chicken? What? He was, he, no. was spot, he was spotted on Wednesday at Popeye's and was later identified as a Reese's Maquay monkey, a species that is native to Asia and can be mm. aggressive when fed. When fed? Yes. They're aggressive when they're fed? What happens if you don't feed them? I don't know. but They're fine? That's what they're telling people. Don't feed the monkeys. Which seems obvious <sighs> to you and I, even though I think they're adorable. If I saw a wild monkey, if, if there's a monkey in my front yard, I'm calling some for help. I'm calling. <laughs> yeah. Reinforcement needs to come out because this is not normal. But in Florida, a lot of stuff <sighs> happens that isn't normal and nobody really blinks an eye. I mean... 
Just a, just monkeys wild in the streets going the, to the Popeyes. Was he at the drive-through or I, what? He wasn't in a car. I don't think he just showed up at Popeyes. <laughs> He's probably eating out of the containers in the trash. I don't know. Oh. The, the police department received two additional reports of wild monkey sightings on Tuesday. Um, and they said that uh, they were unsure whether all the sightings involved the same species of monkeys, which makes me a little worried because is there more than one kind of monkey out? Like what's going <sighs> on? Um, he said... They haven't been able to locate the animals. So there's what been sightings. Mean, like his pack? There's like been, his pack? There's been sightings. On no. two, for three people have called it in and they can't find them. They I'm, could be in your I'm backyard if you're, if you're living there. Police warn people not to feed them or try to capture the monkeys and ask them to report the sightings to the Commission of Wildlife Alert hotline. They have a hotline now for the monkeys. Feeding wild monkeys in Florida is a second-degree misdemeanor, punished by up to 60 days in jail and a fine of up to $500. Wow, they treat they treat feeding monkeys and, and capturing monkeys worse than they do of crimes here in California, which is pretty sad. Which say, he says, according to the information from the commission that the police department shared on Facebook, which says feeding wild monkeys can increase the likelihood of attacks, injuries, and the transmission of disease. Okay, oh. uh-huh. The rhesus monkey are one of two species of wild monkeys, along with vervet monkeys that are reproducing in Florida, according to the Wildlife Conservation Commission. You're not going to be able to ever go to Florida. The core population Mm. of these rhesus monkeys has been spotted in central Florida around the Silver River area, where a boat operator first released six of them in the 1930s to attract attention. He re- wait, wait, wait. In the 1930s. So these monkeys have been around since the, yes. it's almost 100 years. See, what he did was he put them on this like island, like this little area where he oh. wanted to attract them. You know how like people swim with the pigs there and yeah. in the Bahamas yeah. and stuff? Well, I think right. these people were had this grand idea. What they didn't consider was the fact that monkeys can swim. Oh. I didn't even cross my mind because I would never create an island for a monkey. But it's a, yeah, they can. Orange Orange City is about 60 miles southeast of Silver River. So they swam a while way. They swam. They My goodness. And they have tails. They, you know, they have opposing thumbs. They can do a lot of stuff. <laughs> they can hook onto stuff. They can swing in the trees. They can really get around. I'm telling you. The monkeys have a negative impact on the state in the past. In the 1970s, these rhesus monkeys in the were were destroying places in the Florida Keys. They destroyed red mangroves, leading to massive vegetation loss and shoreline erosion. Mm. So they've also, these rhesus monkeys, have tested positive for herpes B, a rare rare viral infection that can lead to (gasps) severe brain damage or even (gasps) death if it isn't treated quickly. What? Yeah. There's been almost 18 reported incidents of rhesus monkey monkeys biting and scratching humans in Florida. And if they bite or scratch you, do you get the herpes B? Well, it says, but they have not been able to confirm cases of humans contact contracting herpes B from any of the monkeys in the wild. So that's good news. Oh. But here's the thing. Is it? There's pictures of these little guys and they seem like they wouldn't hurt you. Are they like, are they cute as far as monkeys go? I mean, they kind of have a red little face. I'm more okay. of a chimp liker, you know, like they <laughs> seem more people like these seem a little bit like you can't trust them. I, their eyes don't look trustworthy. 
You can't trust. If it's a monkey, you can't. I got bad news for you. You can't trust it, whether they look kind or not. Ugh. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So I just well, thought I'd like to end that with for you because I know how much you. you love the monkey stories. Thank and you. I'm always trying to get you on the monkey side. Not that you have mm. to be a lover of them, but I don't want you to be afraid of them anymore. Well, now that I know that they're just running around wild in the streets in Florida carrying herpes simplex B, <laughs> I don't know that this is a good road for us to go down if you want it's me not to a try and like... It's, it's a deterrent for you. It's not really a... It's a huge deterrent. It's not a welcome to my home type of situation. Right. No. Well, you Pass. know, I still think you should get monkeys at your place in Kauai to help you with the mm. coconut population you have there. They can sure. go up the tree. Your son and I have already tried to get you going on this. Your husband as well. You guys could have coconuts like by the dozens and you wouldn't have to do any kind of work. They would just go up the mm. tree, bring it down. They love that kind of stuff. Sure. Sounds like a great plan. <laughs> you can come over here and tend to the monkeys, which also for people who are curious, there are monkeys who do that. That's where Denise got this great idea. <laughs> they have to be harnessed and strapped to an immovable object or they will run wild through the streets and scratch people's eyes out and, and eat their faces. Well, no, they have to be, they have to, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like you to have to like, you know, chain them to the tree that would be inhumane. that's what you have to do i know well, i would i wouldn't want you to do that but the reason you do that isn't because they're going to go scratch they're going to just go to, from treetop to treetop and live the monkey life no they're not yes. you are high if you think that's what those monkeys are up to that's what they do they would run into town they would get in line at the mcdonald's drive through <laughs> and they would find someone to order them a 10-piece chicken McNugget and then it's on like Donkey Kong they are running wild in the streets doing who knows what to who knows whom and I'm going to be victim I will be victim to this monkeying mm -mm. yeah well uh once again Denise thank you for uh, grossing me out freaking me out and then scaring me to death I appreciate it I've lived a lifetime just in the time we've recorded this uh this little podcast thank I'm so you happy that you like my stories <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime be sure and rate review and subscribe that actually does help and um give us five stars if you love the podcast if you don't want to give us five stars then don't rate review or subscribe <laughs> <laughs> go on instagram and give us a, a like give us a follow uh it's uh, two average girls podcast right there on instagram we have a great time and um we hope that you have enjoyed our weird news i am ann police and i'm denise cooper we're two average girls. See you next time. Two average girls. Episodes of Two Average Girls are free wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on the Two Average Girls main page so you never have to go searching for new episodes. Our editor is Aiden Bloomstein. Our social media producer is Samantha Stone. And original music for Two Average Girls is by Jason Fries.